0: What's up, everyone? This is Anthony Pompliano. Most of you know me as Pomp. You're listening to the Pomp Podcast, simply the best podcast out there. Now let's kick this thing off. Rishi Khanna is the chief executive officer at StockTwits. In this conversation, we talk about StockTwits, about social investing, we talk about NFTs, cryptocurrency, and ultimately the vertical integration of trading infrastructure and the social audience that StockTwits has. I really enjoyed this conversation with Rishi, and I hope that you do as well. Before we get into this episode, I want to quickly talk about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Mode. Mode is a trusted UK app that allows you to buy, earn, and grow Bitcoin all in one app. You can pay with Mode and receive up to 10% Bitcoin cash back from its growing list of online partner brands straight into your Mode wallet. I have to say, personally, I think the company behind this app is pretty damn impressive. They're FCA registered, they're listed on the LSE in the UK, and they're also listed on the OTCQB in the United States. They choose to hold Bitcoin on their balance sheet as a publicly traded company, and they are piloting a Bitcoin payroll product to pay their UK employees in Bitcoin. To all my fellow UK friends, I recommend you go check out Mode right now. The app is available in the App Store and Google Play. You can download the app now to get started and make sure to check out the rewards tab on the app for the 30 plus brands you can earn Bitcoin cashback from. Go check them out at modeapp.com or go into the Google Play Store or the App Store and download the Mode app today. This episode is brought to you by Bullish. Bullish is a powerful new digital asset exchange built for institutions that delivers the innovations of DeFi in a regulated environment. The Bullish hybrid order book pairs the high performance of a traditional central limit order book with the automated market making. Powered by deep bullish liquidity pools backed by the multi-billion dollar bullish treasury. So you can trade with certainty and at scale across variable market conditions. You can learn more at Bullish.com or follow Bullish on Twitter because the future belongs to the bullish. Now, this is not investment advice. Digital assets and cryptocurrencies are high risk products. Consult your professional advisor before dealing in them. Bullish's services are available in select locations only and not to U.S. persons. Visit Bullish.com slash legal for important information and risk warnings. Go check them out at Bullish.com or follow at Bullish on Twitter. Today's episode is brought to you by Fundrise. You all know, I believe that the best investors both understand and seek out extreme asymmetry. Fundrise is here to help you do just that. It's the largest direct-to-investor real estate investment platform out there, giving you the opportunity to achieve upside of an asset class previously reserved for institutions and high net worth individuals. That's right. Fundrise is making high-end private market real estate investing accessible to everyone via an easy-to-use automated platform. It's 1 million users already know that the investment with Fundrise is capable of producing strong appreciation returns and income generation while helping to stabilize a diversified portfolio. That's more important now than ever in our inflationary environment. See for yourself how over 190,000 other investors have built a better portfolio with private real estate. It takes just a few minutes to get started with as little as $10. Go to Fundrise.com slash POMP today. And for a limited time, you'll get $10 when you place your first investment. Again, that's fundrise.com slash pomp. Go check it out. And when you make your first investment, they'll give you $10 on top of it. Fundrise.com slash pomp. All right, let's get in this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Anthony Pompliano runs Pomp Investments. All views of him and the guests on his podcast are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pomp Investments. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Pomp or his guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his personal opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Rishi, what's going on, man? Hey, man, how's it going? Nice to connect. Absolutely. Let's just jump right into StockTwits recently added crypto trading. So not just talking about crypto, but now you guys actually are allowing people to buy and sell cryptocurrencies. Really, where did this come from in terms of uh, adding that functionality to the platform?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's been a long time coming from a work perspective, but really the strategy came out of uh, you know when I took over a couple of years ago. We've done an amazing job of building this amazing, highly engaged community that has the ability to talk about it. I think the question then for us is, okay, how do we deliver more value to the community? How do we give them more tools, more data, more information, and ultimately bridge the gap all the way from idea and conversation with your community and take that through all the way through execution. And then even after that, portfolio management and portfolio awareness. So for us, you know, it was natural to kind of build that bridge to, through to execution, because why do you need to jump somewhere else? You know, if you're having, if you're spending all day in stock and having your conversations there, why do you have to now switch your apps or jump quickly somewhere else to do it? And then, you know, last year with, uh, as we began speaking with uh, Alameda and FTX, uh, that became, you know, kind of a very natural partnership there for us to work with them to introduce it as the first leg of execution. And it is just the first, because, uh, you know, we believe in multi-asset class kind of global platform. So uh, for us, it came out, we want to be able to connect the dots. You know, you're spending all your time on stock, which you're having your conversations there, you're learning there and you're sharing ideas there. You should be able to do the quick execution part, which is largely commoditized in many asset classes and and will be, you know, quickly commoditized, I think, across the board.
0: So obviously the name of the company is Stock Twits, and uh, start out with okay. stocks. Uh, crypto obviously is uh, is related to financial asset, but uh, there's a lot of differences uh, as well. How do you guys see uh, kind of consumer behavior on the platform between stocks and crypto? Is it obviously a growing part of the interest level? Do you have other ways you break down kind of the crypto audience versus the stock audience on Stock Twits?
1: Yeah, so... Uh it is different and, and yes the company's name is stock twits uh <laughs> i get told that all the time uh, but you know when when we introduced crypto i think it was now four or five years ago uh, onto the platform you know in the beginning it was uh, i think 2017 right 16 17 time frame uh it was organically kind of slowly grown but over the last three years we've seen an explosive growth where it has become a large part of the conversation on a daily basis, especially you know, Bitcoin, which uh, just coincidentally, right before recording this, is the number one trending uh, ticker on StockTwits right now. Um, but between you know, your big you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, obviously in 2021, Doge was a very big player. Doge was actually the number one most active crypto across the board, and he was the most active stock. And I think if you look at the parallels between the psychology of you know why, the, there's the similarities between meme stocks and your AMCs and your GMEs and, and those as well as your crypto is there is this sense of, equity or ownership in the conversation, right? You have ownership over this new asset, this new coin, this new token, people feel great ownership over AMC and GME as as individual retail traders, whether it comes from the, you know, screw the hedge fund world, or it just comes from, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do this together as a community and collaborate. So that, that community element is very much shared between the two. And I'd say it's actually more, uh, it's stronger in in the world of crypto, and you're seeing it even stronger in the world of NFTs as a derivative of crypto. Um, and so that's what the commonalities has been. It's grown where now you see 30, 40 percent of the top 10 are the big crypto ones. And on the weekends, uh, you know, as I like to say, um, weekends are made for crypto. So it's almost entirely you know uh, dominated. The trending tickers are dominated by by crypto because uh, 24/7 markets. You yeah. know.
0: And, and then talk a little bit in terms about those 24-7 markets and obviously where people can talk and trade. There's like this merging or this trend you've seen it in stocks, now you're seeing it in crypto. How does that change investor behavior? Or do they uh, trade more? Do they trade less? Are they more likely to hold on to the assets longer? Do they hold wider portfolios, smaller, more concentrated portfolios? Like, What are you seeing in actual change in the uh, investor portfolios?
1: I think it's... Well, one of the things I find really fascinating about investing is it's really hard to say like all investing is of one type, right? And you're really familiar with this. Um, but in the world of investing, there's a massive spectrum. And so on one end, you have your very active traders, right? Professional day traders, like that is literally where they make their money. And they're very active. And, and in that world of active trading, you have whether it's swing traders, momentum traders, technical analysts, each artist, that are highly active. And there, the ability, if you're passionate about it, right? And those that really okay. love trading, love the tape and watching the tape and, and connecting with that community, because that's the community they want to socialize with and be connected to, the opportunity of 24-7 just you know gives them uh, you know, a bigger platform to uh, to express their interest and and to you know seek the enjoyment out of it. On the other end, there are you know. Buy and hold investors, and, and most investors are, you know, less active than that. I'm not a super active trader, right? I'm very much a, you know, as I like to tell people, I've held my Microsoft stop for, you know, 20 years. I've held my Facebook stop since IPO. So there's a lot of that. Yeah, and so I think, you know, um, for for the very active set, you know, the availability of 24 seven is is not necessarily a bad thing now you know, uh, I think there is an element to you know that we want to always be conscious about and be talking about from a you know mental health and you know kind of always having to be on and always thinking about your money and your portfolios. And so you know there's there's probably elements of that that you know you can make the argument that 24/7 isn't you know the best thing in the world. That being said, Um, I think as we evolve tools, as we evolve information, as we evolve capabilities, as things mature more, how do we, you know, get the positives of 24-7 markets and the benefits of that and what that can provide to society uh, versus, you know, uh, softening the negatives, right, And, and protecting people from that gamblers mentality or, um, you know, to the extreme where it's a negative to, you know, people's personal lives and stuff. Um,
0: Got it. And so when you start to think about, uh, the actual ability to execute these crypto transactions, uh, you guys partnered with, uh, FTX to do this, talk a little bit about that partnership. How does it work? What are they actually providing you all? Uh, and, and why is this such a good partnership for, uh, for users?
1: Yeah. So first, why a partner, right? I mean, I think uh, the first thing there was we knew we weren't going to go and build from the ground up our own exchange or uh, you know our own infrastructure. There, there's a lot that goes into it. Right, building building the stuff takes um, tremendous resources, expertise, and effort. And so uh, when we when we looked around, um, you know, FTX, while they haven't been uh, you know around for. You know 10 years or whatnot they've obviously come on really uh quickly in the market and they built an infrastructure that was really designed from the ground up for thinking through how to make trading better and you know they started in crypto but i think one of the one of the philosophies that you listen to sam talk about is it's not just about crypto Like it's you know it is about just this notion of trading and what is what is risk management? What is trading? What does this infrastructure look like? How do you apply that ultimately over time to other asset classes? And so their you know very thoughtfulness approach from an infrastructure standpoint and a multi-asset class standpoint. Obviously, being best in breed from liquidity and transactional uh, capabilities for crypto today is amazing. Their global presence, while we've launched only in the U.S., you know, we are uh, ultimately expanding globally, and their global presence with FTX.com versus FTX US is uh, was also a big value add. Uh, and then I think the two other you know big elements uh, one is their thoughtful approach to regulatory nature. Right, we, we know we're in this. I'm going to use the word transitory for fun, Uh, transitory state of regulatory, you know, kind of understanding in the different, you know, in the U.S., in India, where we're launching next, but all over the world, right? Um, And their proactive approach to that, as opposed to maybe kind of trying to hide or shy away from it or whatnot, I think is a big benefit, especially You know, we think that that's going to only help grow the markets, help, you know, make it safer for more people to come in and regular people come in and expand the pie of these other asset classes. And then the third thing, and, you know, if you've ever had the chance to speak or work with them, great partners, just like, you know, really... Uh, want to help you win and want to help you succeed and great partners there. Um, you know, it's been you know, a pleasure kind of working with them on that front. So, you know, I think best in class technology, infrastructure, a great vision kind of along the way, um, understanding what Stock with brings of the partnership pro, you know, smart about regulatory uh, you know approaches and then, then just being awesome partners.
0: And then talk about kind of regulation and how you look at some of the challenge there's there, there uh, or what, you guys have figured out in terms of uh, being able to actually roll this out to your full user base?
1: Yeah. So, you know, one of the questions that we did get um, is why crypto first, right? You're called stock twits. Why not stocks first? Um, And part of that is, You know, some of the challenges that we are taking head on, but from the regulatory mixing of bringing these two things together. Uh, What, you know, so we do actually have a broker dealer, right? So we have a broker dealer subsidiary. So that's what will allow us to launch equity trading in the US, which will come very soon now after crypto. But crypto is a separate product managed with a separate partnership, separate entity, um, you know, separate regulatory. It was easier from some of the, regulatory issues, but what was some of the technical challenges of bringing these two products together and launching them? We wanted to get this out first to work those out uh, first. And, and so we're, we've been able to do that. So now that will actually allow us to add other asset classes you know, U.S. equities being uh, very much the next one. You know, pretty quickly because we figured out some of the things and some of the issues of having a U.S. broker dealer being concerned not only about KYC. KYC is actually the easy part, but really it's AML that crypto presents the problems for regulatory frameworks and DeFi especially, which. You know we're not going into right now, but um, but you know AML uh, anti money laundering for those that don't know, you know making sure that you know where the funds are coming in and out of, and so you know uh, we are going to, we are similar to many other uh, brokerages like the Robin Hoods of the world where today you don't get open wallet access. You can't just you know buy you know a ton of uh, Bitcoin on stock pits and then move it out to some wallet that goes somewhere. It is a closed environment. All that infrastructure is handled by um, FTX. It is their wallets, their custody, their exchange and everything that happens there. But we don't give you the access to move it out um, for AML purposes. And this is how you bridge the gap between multiple asset classes. And then over time, we'll be able to kind of open that up. We have, you know, there are people blazing the path there and we we think we know the roadmap there. Um, But, you know, we got to start in a responsible way, I think that, you know, gives the tools to the users and and then we kind of build on that.
0: Got it. And so talk a little bit about what the actual assets you offer today are. Will you add more assets over time um, and kind of what the plan is to uh, maybe even offer other things, whether it's staking or lending or, you know, other types of uh, uh, features other than just being able to buy and sell.
1: Yep. So you know, today we offer uh, twenty um, coins and tokens. Uh, and again, we are in that sense with the partnership with FTX US. It is we are limited for this specific uh, asset class to working with what they have available. So you know, we do have obviously the the big few Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, Solana, Shiba, Doge from the meme world, right? And um, and and then there's a long tail there of other coins and tokens. So we have 20 total that we're offering out of the gate. Um, And as they expand, and we'll have the opportunity to work with them and talk with them of the thing about the roadmap of as they're expanding, what assets are available. They also take a a more kind of thoughtful approach to when coins are added and what coins are added. Um, but then from there, yeah, the world of staking, you know, if we go back to the regulatory conversation, I think there's some question marks there. So I think it is absolutely something we want to offer in, in the, you know, medium term. But I think, you know, we are going to need to understand a little bit better, you know, the risks and exposure around staking and lending and, you know, kind of the regulatory risks mostly, right? Because I think product side, it's it's been pretty well trodden at this point. I mean, it's still evolving very much so, um, but we will add absolutely looked at those. I think the opportunity to look at uh, look beyond that, so NFTs and the NFT marketplace, I think that's a really interesting space. And, you know, there's a lot to talk about there in terms of, you know, the volatility of that and, you know, kind of the legitimacy of a lot of projects projects and stuff and uh, love having that conversation. Uh, but, Separately, I think it is an aspect that gets a lot of regular people excited and interested because it's a way to connect. It's a bridge, right? Whether it's through sports, whether it's through art, uh, whether it's through pop culture aspects, right? It's, it brings a bridge. And so adding that capability and exposure down the line um, and then crypto derivatives, right? When you uh, ultimately think about from a trading and investing perspective, you know, U.S. equities, U.S. options, Crypto, crypto derivatives is a next logical extension there. Um, and again, having FTX as our partner where they've you know made the acquisitions, have the licenses and built the team there to be able to do it best in class, both from a tech perspective, but also from a safety and infrastructure perspective. Uh, we're we're looking at all that because our, our vision ultimately is that StockTwits is we want to be the platform that hosts the global conversation across all asset classes for the individual, for the retail. Right? I don't really uh, give a shit so much about the institutional world, um, and I, and I come from there historically. Um, but uh, you know, that's we want to give connect the dots there, and we believe you know, for the next generation of investors, it is going to be multi asset class and it will eventually be global. Um, you know, you're, you'll be able to invest in other countries. Obviously, a lot of other countries want to invest in the US, crypto is global. Uh, inherently, it's not, you know, beholden to, you know, nation states and lines that have been drawn from, you know, years ago, kind
0: of thing. And so talk to me, obviously, uh, the thought process here is that you'll eventually add stocks as well and kind of vertically integrate so that people can not only buy cryptocurrencies, but they'll be able to buy stocks uh, via the platform also? Yeah. So we expect to add
1: stocks and, you know, by early next quarter, if not soon. Um, So, you know, we, we have that in place. It was mostly some of the technical complexities of getting crypto out first and making sure, Things like money movements and all were, were well done and well designed. Um, we did that for that reason first. And then equities will be a fast follow up. So, Got it. matter, you know, a
0: couple months kind of thing. And then, when you start to think about uh, kind of moving forward, what, what do you expect from uh, the cryptocurrency community? Are there specific milestones you're looking forward to or, or things that you're measuring in terms of success, whether it's volume traded, number of assets, uh, anything there?
1: Yeah, I think you know what's what's unique about StockTwits is you know we are a social platform first and a community first, and now we're adding in execution. Um, but what I tell people is we don't have to win execution. I don't think it's a zero sum game as some people make a lot of tech sound like you know we don't have to be bigger than Robinhood to be successful. Right? We don't have to be bigger than Schwab to be successful. What we have to do is you know, engage and provide the utility and value to our community and to the users. And where we start determining is crypto execution successful is, are we giving the community, you know, the right tools where they're spending more time and engaging more, where they're, you know, willing to move their trading off another platform? It doesn't mean everyone's going to, that'd be silly for me to assume, right? Like if my model said, hey, we're going to steal all of, you know, Robinhood's clients or all of Weevil's clients, like that's just... You know, this is dumb. Um, and so, our focus is about how are we engaging, and that's our that's our north star metrics. Are more around engagement and um, and you know time spent on the platform, engagement within the community activity, than it is necessarily about transactional loan. Obviously as a business model, it is very much a standard kind of crypto exchange business model where there's a small spread, smaller than most of the other platforms out there, if not all, Um, and that small spread is where the revenue is generated ultimately over time as you had staking and stuff. But I think our first and foremost is, are people spending more time? Are we able to help people find their tribes? Even within Bitcoin or Ethereum or Solana, you might have you know different kind of tribes in there, of how you invest, how you trade, how you think about that uh, asset or asset class. And so that's what we look at. Are we delivering the value that you're engaged in and spending you know uh, more time and attention with us?
0: Got it. And then when you start to think about... Uh... The team that you're building, how much of the internal team, the employees are focused on cryptocurrency? Uh, Is this making it easier or harder for you to be able to actually recruit people? Like, talk to me a little bit just about the team itself and kind of their excitement or or, or non-excitement for this stuff.
1: Yeah, no, re- recruiting's hard, dude. So uh, I might have to sign up for that uh, Pomp industry boards uh, thing, uh, the job board there, to do some recruiting. But um, recruiting's been hard. I think this has been a big positive for us that shows that we are forward looking and we're, you know, looking where you know, kind of the next generation of uh society is looking. And so I, I believe it has made us more attractive. You know, we, we're about 50 people. So we're not, you know, particularly big. You know, when I took over, we were only about 15. I think people think StockTwits is a lot bigger than it is just because of its uh, kind of position in the industry. But we're now about, I think just over 50 people. Um, we, you know, want to probably double that this year. And, and I think adding things like crypto, you know, our investment that we're making from a community perspective in things like NFTs and stuff. Does help because that's where that's where a lot of the brain power is and the attention is going from a fintech perspective, right? And so that's where also you know you know that crashes aside and market volatility aside, this is where the smart people want to work and this is where they're spending their time and brain power. And so I think it is helping us in that. Um, yeah, you know, we have uh, but we we have a lot of uh, a lot of hiring to do there. So anyone listening out there, come uh, come talk to us. <laughs>
0: Awesome. What what can uh, no, no. <laughs> what, what, what can we tell people in terms of if you just had you know kind of 60 seconds, what's the pitch as to why they should come use stock or why they should come buy and sell cryptocurrencies on the platform?
1: Yeah, so I think you know if you are really passionate about the markets so or if you're interested in the market, the best way to learn about the markets i think in investing and investing in trading is via apprenticeship and mentorship and seeing how others do it and it starts by putting a little bit of skin in the game to learn through that and the communities on stock to it, so you can find your tribe you can find the right people to follow that are similar to your style to the, the to the types of asset classes you want to invest in whether it's crypto or stocks or other things down the line. And so, um, you know, you should do it with a community, you should do it with that mentorship and apprenticeship because that's the name of the game there. And the other side of Stockwoods is you also, you know, get a sense and a pulse of the markets. What is the broader retail markets interested in? What are the broader individuals investing in trading? Where are things going now? Some of it is obvious based on news and some of it is not. And so when you can look at that, you can go to the trending section on Stockwoods, go to the most active section, drill in and see, and then you can start learning, right? So being able to understand Understand what is happening in the markets in a very real-time manner and be able to find the tribes and the people to learn from and apprenticeship and mentorship. I think are the two biggest you know, value drivers we can give right now and, and we're, we're not stopping there. I mean we're really going to be investing heavily in information and data and tools and, and all the other things around it as well. but you know the thing that differentiates us and something that you won't
0: get pretty much anywhere else is, is that. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty compelling in terms of being able to have the conversation, learn and then execute right there on the on the platform itself. Uh, Where can we send people to find you on the Internet or if people are interested in signing up, where can we send them uh, to go check out StockTwits?
1: Yeah, so download. I mean, the, the easiest way to download the StopTwits iOS app or Android app, um, and then obviously you can sign up on the website as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I spend a lot of time on the iOS app uh, as an iPhone user. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and we're, you know, we're on, um, you know, StopTwits is on uh, Twitter pretty heavily, Stop, you know, at StopTwits. I'm at Arcana myself. Um, and also sign up for our newsletter. Well, one of the things I didn't even mention is, you know, our daily market newsletter. I don't know if you get it. We have, you know, over 1.2 million subscribers. It's a really great wrap up, you know, end of day on the markets and stuff. And we have a crypto newsletter as well, uh, like paper, but um, you you can reach us there. Uh, So, you know, find us on StockTwits, find us, uh, you know, at StockTwits on Twitter and Arcana on Twitter as well.
0: You guys are doing a fantastic job. I'm a big fan. Uh, Obviously, I spent a lot of time talking to Howard about uh, what you guys are doing and uh, just seeing the the sheer size of it, right? I think it is uh, one impressive to people of just how many people are there, how excuse me, how engaged they are on a uh, uh, daily basis. Um, And then now the ability to actually execute in a vertically integrated way is pretty, uh, pretty compelling. So uh, I am um, rooting for you guys. Keep up the great work. And I think that uh, more and more people are going to uh, become StockTwit users here over uh, the coming months.
1: I really hope so. I appreciate, uh, appreciate your time, Anthony. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, looking forward uh, to talking more down the line.
0: Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. And if you're looking to try to transition to get a new job in the Bitcoin or crypto industry, we've got you covered. Head over to pompscryptocourse.com. We've developed a curriculum with the top teams across the industry. It's a three-week intensive training program with over 50 events packed into that three-week time period. Go to pompscryptocourse.com to learn more and I'll meet you guys for the next episode.